Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is July 27th, 2022. This is a list and your boy. This will be one of the biggest editions of uh, Listen, your boy, that we have ever had. There's so much news there. It's the biggest news story of at least the last 20 years. And it's so funny, Jimmy, because last Friday on Fightful Select at 1 p.m., I was was trying to add content to push it up to 7,000 subscribers for the month. And I did a special one-year look back with Joel Pearl and, and Kate on the CM Punk story. And we said, well, that's probably the biggest news in 10 years. And Vince McMahon said, nope. I'm retiring. Jimmy Van is here. This will be a big one, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I would say I would even put this bigger than WCW going out of business. Yeah, you I could argue this that. Is, this, this, is, this is big, and it's interesting. And I'll tell you how much this means to Sean Rossap, this, you know, doing this podcast, talking about this. So I had COVID two weeks ago, and uh, I was like symptom-free pretty much. And now when you know two weeks later, I've had like a nagging cough for the last couple of days. So I said to Sean, if we're going to do the podcast, tell me where the mute button is, because uh, I'm probably going to have to mute while we do this. But uh, but yeah, it, it, it is a massive topic and we have a lot to, to talk about. Uh, and before we jump in, though, I want to thank everybody for getting us uh, to a new milestone with Fightful Select 8000 subscribers. Uh, Sean and I were Sean and I were shooting the shit before we came on, and I said to Sean, "I shall think about what you said when we hit 2,500." And Sean goes, "What nonsense did I say then?" <laughs> and uh, and I used to have these targets, and uh, and you you used to laugh and say it's not going to happen, and we're doing it, man. And it's kudos to you, like you you I, are the man that's that's getting it done. I legitimately said last week, I was like, I think I'm too grading on social media to get to 8,000, and we got to 8,000, and there are still 
not corners, huge parts of the internet that have no idea what Fightful is yes. or why they should pay for wrestling news. I do still slap the block button on anybody that says, why would I pay for that shit? Well, good. Now you don't have to see my tweets either. But uh, all of you who do support, I want to thank you so much because uh, it's changed my life. I've, I've spoken about this several times. I was living in a house that was crumbling around me until a few months ago. And Fightful Select is a big reason why I'm not. It's a big reason why Jimmy is going to let me have his the house that he's in right now while he when he moves. And uh, Chris Rains sent a $25 humper chat and says, just here to give thanks to the paywall, Jesus, Jimmy, and the rest of the crew for giving us a great service and community and Fightful. Well, that's been a big part of this. Um, I, I have said this to Jimmy numerous times. I don't care to let a piece of shit know that I don't want their $5. And that's been the case since Trina and Anna were on the air. and We had a lot of sexist people in the chat. And I said, cool. Uh, goodbye. And they say, oh, well, I'm, I'm the customer. And I'm like, cool, we have one less customer now. And I don't care because to me, it's not worth it to poison the well to have bad people supporting what we do. So all of you that recognize that type of community that we have developed, it has been very important to me to have um, a, a nicer audience base. And Joey Bats is a part of that, Jimmy. He sent a Humper Chat at HumperChat.com and says, Jimmy, let Sean stay at your house so he can do the Fightful <laughs> Fantasy Factory. I'm on my knees at Walmart, Jimmy. Oh, yeah? Oh. So I'm sure Sean would love nothing more than to go hang out in my playset in the backyard. I'm sure. Listen, I would. I would I would field some fly balls from Josh Alexander. Like, we would do all kinds of content. Anytime Greek Town came in, I Ooh. would bring people in. We would do interviews there, Jimmy. See, you don't have to sell your house for an incredible profit, which uh -huh. I know would probably be the case in this economy. <laughs> You could just invest it in Fightful because I have been one of the greatest returns on investment that, that you've ever known, Jimmy. Well, not technically yet, but soon. I was going to say, I haven't made any money yet. <laughs> soon. How is that possible? <laughs> Still in the red. Uh, soon. Uh, guys, send in super chats here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Send in humper chats. How about this? We got an interview with Titus O'Neill that is up right now. We got one with Drew McIntyre that drops <clears throat> Thursday. And I got a really big one dropping on Friday with Rocky Romero. I mean, he talks about a lot of stuff. There's some pretty surprising stuff that emerges. And you're going to get early notes from all of those on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, I'm not going to run through every plug for what we've done on FightfulSelect.com. I'm just telling you guys, try it for one month. Try it for one month. If you don't like it, tell me to piss off, whatever. But almost, uh, like very rarely do I have people say, not worth it. Usually our exit surveys are uh, a little low on money, et cetera. And, and for that, we, we definitely understand. But there you go. All right. Well, let's get into the big one. You know, it was Friday when I happened to be checking the Twitter, Sean. I was checking the Twitter. Yeah. And I saw Vince McMahon's tweet. Uh, saying that he was retiring. And my very first thought was, was he hacked? Because I hadn't seen a press release or anything at that point. I'd only seen Vince's tweet. So I thought, was he hacked? And then a few minutes later, I saw the presser. And then my very next thought was, what did he do now? Because it was just two weeks ago that he doubled down. He was on television. He made it clear he's not going anywhere. Those very brash appearances. He jumped off the ring steps. You reported that when he got to the back, he yelled, fuck him to everybody yeah. he wasn't going anywhere and now suddenly two weeks later he's gone just like that 
So it, it was pretty clear that there was more uh, that hadn't been uncovered yet. And uh, now some of it has. I still think there's more to come. Uh, but some, some of it has, and he's been forced to step away. He called it a retirement, but it's very clear that he was kind of forced to step um, away. I, I can tell you, I have spoken with some people at the wall street journal over the past week for a variety of stories, not just this story for wrestling, but I have spoken with some people at the wall street journal. Interesting. Well, I, I wrote down the verbiage because I want to make sure I don't get it wrong. I'm not the journalist that Sean is, so I guess if I get it wrong, maybe it's okay. But I, I wrote it down to make sure I don't get it wrong. So the Wall Street Journal reports that the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, and federal prosecutors have launched probes into payments made by Vince McMahon to settle allegations of sexual misconduct. And according to the journal, these federal investigations hastened Vince's retirement. That was the word that they used. Hastened yes. his retirement. The first thing I want to say right out of the shoot is because I've had some questions from people about what does this mean? You know, is he going to get in trouble? What does this mean? So the SEC, I know, is a civil entity. And so in terms of the SEC, it would be fines levied. But is, because there's federal prosecution also involved, it could mean more than that. Have you learned that via your experience with insider trading? <laughs> I'm Canadian and have not had to ever deal with anything of the sort. So, uh, but uh, no, but I just know the SEC is, is a civil, civil matter. So, uh, so they might get slapped with fines. The federal prosecutors, though, it could turn into something else. Like, I'm, I'm curious what, uh, what else comes out of it. On Monday, WWE disclosed $14.6 in previously unrecorded expenses paid personally by Vince McMahon. Um, he allegedly paid women from 2006 through 2022 to ensure their silence over alleged affairs and misconduct, including amounts paid and payable in the future. So that means that whatever deals he cuts, like deferred money for yes. some of these people. Yeah. Which yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think we had kind of heard about um, that. There were some deferments there. Like uh, she would get, she being a vague term for one of the people who signed the NDEA yep. being that she would get a certain amount per year for a certain amount of time. Right, yeah, and WWE said that they're going to revise their financial statements going back to 2019 uh, in order to account for that. Now, I know people are going to ask, because I've, I've seen questions about this on social media, if Vince paid personally, why is he in trouble? This is something that people, people yes. have asked. The answer is it's because those payments benefited WWE. Uh, he paid out of pocket, but the NDAs pertained, and, pertained to and protected WWE. And so that's when it becomes a business interest, especially given the nature of why those payments were made. And that's why it's a big deal, regardless of whether the money came from him personally or not. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, I think that makes an awful lot of sense. I think a lot of people had a lot of trouble understanding that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more here. Uh, you know, like I said, I don't know if this is going to be the end of it. So the SEC filing that, that became public, WWE had made, and this is the quote that they use, preliminary determination about those payments totaling 14.6 million. So the term they use was preliminary determination. That means that there could be more to come. And something else of that 14.6 million so far, they have only accounted for 12.5 million of it. So there's 2.1 million that they haven't yet publicly accounted for. They, they said that seven and a half million is believed to have been paid to a former female member of the talent roster. Uh, a $3 million payment was made to another person and two $1 million payments were made to two others. So totally four people in total, but there's still 2.1 million that they haven't publicly publicly accounted yes. for yet. So there there's, I think a lot still to come out and uh, it won't surprise me if that 14.6 number increases as well, but we'll see. 
But yeah, that's what they know of. That's yes. just what we know of right now. And that's with the NDAs associated, which I mean, I don't think that he would pay money without an NDA associated, but um, it does make you wonder like what else happened? What the hell else happened that we, that they haven't figured out that even people associated don't want out. Cause I mean, we don't even know that people who signed those NDAs wanted this out there. You know what I mean? Like we, we don't know that this was all sort of leaked information as of now, but Holy cow. What, a, yeah, what a situation Vince and then Vince retires. Yeah. Yeah. He was forced to, there, there, there's a couple of other things I want to ask you about. Um, well, first I'll, I'll tell this little side note. Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics noted this Vince forfeited a small number of shares because of his retirement. Mm -hmm. uh, he had some unvested shares. And when they, when, when you hear the word unvested, what that means is that they're not fixed shares. There's contingencies that come with those shares. And so in this case, the contingency was that he lost them if he retired, but it was a minimal amount, 38,519 shares valued at about 2.7 million. He has yeah. almost 29 million shares remaining. So what does so, that, ha what happens with those shares? They go back, they, they go back to uh, the company. Okay. But and I mean, he basically gives them up. The company, like who, who is the company at this point? I believe uh, WWE, like he doesn't get paid money for those. He basically forfeits them. Okay. So they basically go back to the company. Now, I want to ask you your opinion on something. Okay. Because I've seen a lot of questions about, well, Vince still has voting rights, which he does. He still has, I believe, 80% of the voting rights. And there's been a lot of speculation about, oh, Vince is still going to pull the strings and Vince is still going to consult and he's going to do this and he's going to do that. Do you think that he might sell his stock at some point, thereby losing those voting rights? I mean, the guy is yeah. 77. I and think, 77. I think, yeah, I think when it becomes very clear to him that he is never coming back ever, I think that he's going to sell. Because what, like, what's the point? What's the point then? Like, why does he retain those? I mean, that was going to be another question that I had. Do you think that he might, in his mind, have a return plan? Do you think that in his mind he might think this is going to blow over? I mean, it blew over with with Terry Garvin. Yeah. Oh, I, I think and I think he absolutely believed that it was going to. I think until this past week, until about five days ago, he thought it was going to blow over, and then something was put forth to him to where it's like, no, this isn't. And I bet still, <laughs> like within his heart, he thinks that time heals all wounds. Time ain't healing this wound. I mean. Maybe to some people the wound will be healed, but he's 77. Yeah. Time ain't on his side. Time hasn't been on his side the last 15, God, 15, 18 years of miserable creative. So that's the position he mainly held at this point. He had effectively forfeited so much of the, the, the business aspect of wrestling outside of creative. I mean, when he stepped down from those spots, mm. And retain creative. Ever everybody even said superficial. That was the term I could tell it was being discussed backstage. I could tell that that was a term that people were like using as a buzzword backstage. Superficial. Him stepping down from CEO and chairman was superficial at that point. However, last Friday that was the first like sort of light at the end of the tunnel. And buddy, let me tell you, the people in WWE were so quick to get back to me about so many different things. There were a lot of people very excited about this there were people on wall street when the numbers were revealed and it's like well maybe wwe selling the stock went up uh with there and keep in mind vince who had 
often said, well, this company will collapse without me. <laughs> no, it won't. It never right. was. It, after, honestly, after like 2006, it never was going to. After about that point, it was never going to. And um, I guess I guess we'll see. I can tell you guys, for everybody that asked, the Raw that we saw on Monday, I know Dave reported that it was largely written by um, AAA or by Vince on Thursday. I can tell you I saw some of the creative plans on Sunday, and it was pretty much what happened on Monday. So I really honestly expect – I expect – a lot of the same out of SmackDown, but I think that once SummerSlam comes and goes, we're going to see that. And for everybody asking, I, I, I want to actually, we'll get to the, the Rollins talking point later. Cause there's a lot of super chats about it. But um, I think that probably next week is when we start to see those changes. Interesting. Well, you mentioned the sale. So I want to touch upon that because there, there's been a lot of speculation now with Vince out of the way, it's going to speed up a sale. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that happening for a while because any suitor, is going to want this investigation wrapped up first, right? Like no, nobody's going to come in and cut a, cut a check for $5 billion plus when there could be more on the horizon here. Uh, and so until the investigation fully wraps up, which I think is going to take a while, there's not going to be any suitors, but I was going to ask you and you already kind of, uh, kind of touched upon it. Do you have any insight into the feelings internally about a sale with Vince gone? I mean, there honestly, right now that's not being discussed very much based on people that I talk to. Like it's, it's one of those things where they're just all excited. I don't want to say all, but almost everybody is very excited to just see the creative direction that this company. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink or Arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It goes in right now because it's truly never been like this ever at any point ever. Even when Vince tore both of his quads, he was, he was still handling a lot of that stuff. So um, I haven't really heard any discussion of, of the sale in within the company among talent and staff as of yet. I would expect that once the next couple of weeks passes, we're going to see more of that. Have you heard about any corporate fallout that might've contributed to Vince's decision? Like any fallout from NBC universal or Fox or major sponsorship partners? So I haven't heard anything about sponsors. I have, I thought it was interesting that when I reached out to USA and Fox contacts, I wasn't getting a response. I wasn't getting like a real answer out of them. And usually I'll get something or a no comment. It was very quiet on that front or a not true, et cetera, et cetera. So I wasn't getting much of anything from them. So I, I would imagine that Fox and USA, even though they got a little bump in numbers, weren't exactly thrilled with the optics of Vince McMahon, just throwing himself on television. And yeah, I, 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 re- I released that report about SmackDown women that were frustrated by that they're like we can't get on tv but he's doing it and i had people jimmy that said it's five minutes total what what can they do and then i saw hundreds of quote retweets on tomaso champa cutting a 60 second promo that built a lot of different things and i'm like well that's what you can do in five minutes that's what you can do in one minute every minute of television in front of millions of people should be valuable and that guy hasn't treated it like that in a very long time 
Interesting. I want to uh, ask you some stuff about Stephanie and Nick Khan as co-CEOs. Sure. Because I don't expect that's going to work long-term. I think that eventually someone's going to have to step to the forefront. Cody you, Rhodes. Yeah, Cody Rhodes. Can you imagine? EVP. Yeah. yeah. But do you remember a few months ago on this podcast, we talked about an exit plan for Vince. Do you remember? And, and, and I talked about how it felt to me like an exit plan was in place because Stephanie was on the quarterly calls and she hadn't been uh, prior. Yeah. And I felt at the time talking about it that it was going to be Stephanie and Nick Khan corporately and it was going to be Hunter creatively. And, and that's exactly what it is. But I didn't expect co-CEOs. Yeah. Uh, because I can see button heads and I can see stepping on toes. I don't see that working out. And so what have you heard in terms of who is the Vince? Like, you know what I mean? Like Vince, everybody knew was the guy. Who is the Vince? Who do people internally look at as the boss? Uh, Triple H and Stephanie and Nick all collectively. All collectively. Um, so when the Stephanie news was first announced, I mean, honestly, there was a, a reply that stuck out to me. And <clears throat> I think a lot of people would be surprised if I said who it was. But they were like, well, in theory, Stephanie's my boss and that fucking rules. Everybody likes Stephanie. <clears throat> I know a lot of people pin the releases on Nick Khan. He seems to be well-liked, too. He gets it. He's repped talent for, for his career. Triple H, well, that, he's a sign of hope. He's a sign of hope for most of these people. And um, there are a lot of people excited. Now, there, weren't, there were some people that weren't so excited about him having talent relations and creative for the reason that, that I mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago. You got to now go up to the guy that writes your creative and say, can I have a week off? And... There, it's not all sunshines and rainbows. I can think of three, four really good talent. You had Deanna Perrazzo, Chelsea Green, Wendy Chu, Stokely Hathaway. All of those people were parked for like over a year and not used on TV. You can't find something for those four to do on TV in any iteration NXT 2.0, black and gold, upside down, reality show. I don't give a damn what it is. Those four people you can't find something on TV for. So he's not without his creative shortfalls either, but there's a lot of optimism there, but it isn't seen as like one big power. I can tell you that uh, the idea that Kevin Dunn is a boss, like dissolved an awful lot over the past few weeks. Interesting. Interesting. Um, do you see a time, because obviously things are evolving as, as, as things going along. Do you see a time where Hunter passes on the talent relations role? And if so, who do you think would be a fit for that? Talent relations. Well, I, I, you know what? I'm going to take a look at who they got right now. Well, John Cone does really good. I just want to say that. I've never never had the, the fortune of, of speaking to John Cone, but I hear a lot of people um, talking about how well that he does in that talent relations spot. So that would be uh, somebody. But I think a lot of times it is important to have somebody who is a worker yes, be a yeah. part of that. Uh, TJ Wilson has been very good, but I mean, he don't need the money. Yeah. I think that a, a Chris Park, a former abyss would probably be pretty good at something like that. He has always, he's been on kind of like the cutting edge of, of that type of thing. Um, are I these people, that, are these people triple H people? Uh, that I don't know. I, I trip Chris Park was brought in a few years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, there's some people at the performance center that I think would be good as well. But 
I think there are some producers. You you ideally want some production experience, some wrestling experience, some management experience as well. Um, I don't. Shane Helms has had an awful lot of experience in booking and stuff like that, and uh, helping people. Like he's helped prepare Logan Paul. I think he kind of see some of that stuff. But uh, I I feel like they should probably have a bit of a talent relations committee in there. That way, it's it's a little bit more broad than just well let's all let's all blame jim ross or johnny ace or or yeah. whoever it may be you just have to watch the the reason i don't like the co-ceo thing is it's very easy to point fingers and he said she said That's true. And, you know and so it's good to have one point of contact i mean even in my business I mean, you, you know that i have a business partner yeah and we would always divide you know you you oversee this i oversee that and we wouldn't step on each other's toes and that's that's how you have to do it but i mean there's even a lot of that with with vince and control how many people have you seen fired by wwe that came out and said well vince loved me but well no he didn't because if he did you'd still be there right i had a lot of people talking about that they're like oh well this is the this person fired samoa joe twice and i'm like well if Vince wanted him. He wouldn't have been fired once. That, that's the reality of the situation. Right. Uh, we've got Anakin saying, why do you think Triple H didn't look to make some changes to Raw? I, at the very least, would have, wouldn't would have had the first match in a DQ. I would have probably changed that right out of the gate. I probably would have. Uh, why didn't he? I don't know. Maybe out of respect to Vince, because while Vince is reviled by so many of us that have, have heard about all these, this stuff. Yeah. Triple H, it's his father-in-law. Uh, let me let me ask you about that. And I, I know this might be a hard question to answer, but Raw, um, like everybody has said, I didn't notice a lot of changes. There were little things. Like I noticed the pacing was better. The show went by faster. But what about Xavier Woods mentioned Ring of Honor and uh, I think New Japan or IWGP. Michael Cole did say fans a lot on commentary. Do you know if that just happened because they just felt like saying it? Uh, you know, did you hear anything about that? Did they have to like get approval to say that stuff? Ah, uh, that I don't know. There's still, it's still a little bit tight lipped in that. Yeah, regard. it's too early. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, I do want to, I do want to get to some super chats here. Josh Jardena sure. says, listening to the Prince <laughs> Jr. podcast, he said one guy squashed their plans for a woman's push and she, because she didn't look the part, it was done. He has got to go. Uh, done is well past his expiration date as well. Like, was that well the Becky Lynch thing? That I have not confirmed. I, okay. I heard that they had a pretty cordial face-to-face -face relationship at the very least. Okay. Uh, Joel said, come on, Jimmy, let John stay or Sean stay at your house. You're not going to do anything with that house anyway. Uh, you know what this I, is? This is, what, what's the Adam Sandler skit? Uh, Mr. Beads. Like, no, 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 no. There was a skit. It was like quarterly boy or something where he's like, can I water your plants? And he's like, can I move into your house? Yeah. And then Farley's like, let the boy move into your house. There you That's go. That's what this is. Reggie says, no question. I just think Jimmy Van is dope. You left out the word A before dope. Uh, Andrew the Giant says, Jimmy's first thought is, what am I paying Sean for? Why didn't he get the scoop? I was watering my lawn, but I could not have posted it in time. It was very soon after that. Uh, Eloquent says, does Vince still go in the Hall of Fame? Nope, I don't think he does. I think he doesn't want to go in the Hall of Fame. I agree with that. I agree. If he wants to, he will. KE775 says, uh, over under one year that WWE is sold. Who do you think are the prospective buyers? Uh, NBCU or Disney and Fox? I say over. I'll give the over. 
and I think NBCU makes the most sense. I, I know that there's always all this talk about uh, Vince wanted Disney or something, or Vince looked at Disney as, you know, the, the, the option that he liked for whatever reason. Yeah. But NBCU, they've got how many, how many, how long have they gone back, going back to primetime wrestling? Very long, a long like time. Decades USA, and decades. Yeah. And, and uh, I feel that USA especially really needs raw, really needs the raw brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, and NBC's got the money, so I I think NBCU is still probably the the top of the list uh, in my opinion. I'll tell you what's at the top of the list for me: NordVPN.com/slash Fightful Jimmy. Change your virtual location with just one click. I'll be traveling to Nashville and LA as you're looking around for some silly stuff to throw up on the air while we do a very generous ad read for the best, fastest VPN in the world. You want to talk about a great deal? An additional month free. 30-day money-back guarantee in case you don't like it. That's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful brings you. Maybe you want to subscribe to AEW Plus or WWE Network, but you can't here in the States. Well, you can with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Brock loves it. Brock, The real reason Brock walked out on Friday, they're like, why doesn't my laptop have NordVPN.com slash Fightful? He was mad. He was mad because where he was... Uh, SmackDown was geo-blocked. Well, you know what? They made it good. They gave Brock his NordVPN.com slash Fightful. He showed back up and he did business. That's because he's got uh, that malware blocked, that annoying pop-up ad plop blocked. Oh, I, I can, I'm getting blocked and Brock messed up. Block Lesnar. Well, you can block Lesnar some pop-up ads with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now they have three great tiers. One with just a VPN, you go up one, you get a pass, you go up one, you get a locker as well. NordVPN.com slash Fightful, Jimmy. We've got lots of lots of great sponsors today. Isn't this thing cool, man? No. I don't know if Matt they Payne, still make them. Matt Payne says, my two-year anniversary on Select is Sunday, my birthday. Y'all are the best around and help me through some tough times. Thanks, Jimmy, SRS, and the crew. Well, thank you for, for supporting us, and happy birthday. Happy birthday. Did you know today's Triple H's birthday? I did. Uh, it was, it was your birthday this weekend, Jimmy. It was my birthday. Also yes, your 53rd birthday. <laughs> uh, you're a sweetheart, Sean. <laughs> Ryan, sweetheart. Lambert, Ryan Lambert said he loved Steve on Know Your News. More of him, please. Steve is fantastic. That was it? really good. If you Do you have the Know Your News, uh, whatever the hell, overlay? Yeah, put that sure. up. I mean, God, we're going to do four ad reads today. What the hell's wrong with you, Jimmy? Well, you can cut one out and put it somewhere else. So know your news tonight. Uh, that's the podcast I do on Tuesdays about stupid news. I had Steve from Steven Larson this week. That guy, I was telling Sean, is freaking hilarious. He should do stand up because his wit is like this. He was really good. One of the most fun shows I've ever done. So uh, check that out. Alex and Kate this week, they reviewed the movie. Stay tuned. Have you ever seen that, Sean? I've heard of it. John Ritter was in it, and uh, there was a wrestling cameo by the One Man Gang. So, yeah, that's uh, where I've heard of it. Yep, so stay tuned. Uh, Alex and Kate did that, and we have a podcast about uh, the week and stupid sports plays with uh, Greg Sherry and Jarrett Bailey called Unsportsmanlike. That goes up on Monday, so that's there too. Knowyournews.com or YouTube.com slash knowyournews. Check it out. And uh, I'm going to do some more of the whole wrestling podcast forbidden door thing, Sean. Okay. So I got, I got more people lined up for uh, Know Your News tonight, so stay tuned. We've got Colin saying how – or actually, let me read this. How do you think Steph feels with Triple H having extra work given his recent health issues? I mean, him having extra work, what about her? She was quitting two, like a month and a half ago. Um, 
I think she believes that he can handle it. I mean, uh, Triple H keeps himself in better condition than Bruce Pritchard, and Bruce <laughs> Pritchard fair. has had some some health issues, and he's handling it just fine. So I'm pretty sure that she she knows he's doing what he can. Do you know if Hunter plans to be live at TV every week? I think as of now, yeah. Live at TV, Raw that's, and SmackDown. That's what I've, I've heard. Uh, he wants the, the lines of communication open. You all can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I've got information on a talent meeting that he held uh, on Monday. Also, leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. It helps a lot. Russell says, what AEW talent might want to go back or come to WWE now? Just got a Fightful Select subscription. So I saw a lot of people saying, oh, this quote's definitely from Adam Cole. It's from Adam Cole. It wasn't from Adam Cole. I'll tell you guys that, that full stop. Um, I reached out to two dozen or heard back from probably two dozen former WWE talent. That's people who recently got fired, recently left, recently went elsewhere, uh, all kinds of stuff, all the way back to 2016, which is what I identified, Jimmy, as when a lot of things changed. When right. you've got, between 2016 and 2017, Ryback, Cody Rhodes, Jack Swagger, Wade Barrett, all who were perceived as potential top guys eventually walking out the door of their own volition when there was no clear cut. This is where they're going to go place. Like there was no place where you could point to and say they fit in. Right. And they still walked away. That's when I saw it change. So that was the, the starting point for me. We got a uh, King of the North who's been a member of Fightful for three months saying congrats on the milestone. Jimmy thoughts on Jack Campbell and Evander Kane coming back pool party staying. Cadre to Calgary. Is that that's not true yet? Cadre to Calgary. I don't know. Uh, he's, so, he's put a question mark next yeah, to Yeah, no, so, I don't yeah. think they got the cap space if they want to resign Huberdo and uh Weger. So what Evander, cap space do we got? Evander Kane, I think, uh is a is an excellent signing at a great cap hit. I really like the Evander Kane signing. Jack Campbell. Sean, I'll put this into terms you understand. So this is a, a goalie that just signed a five-year deal for five million a season, which is a starting goalie salary. And he's played, I believe, 120 games in the NHL. That's like a season and a half. That's a gamble. That's a gamble. So he had a good first half of the year, the Toronto Maple Leafs last year. The last half wasn't so great. It's a gamble. Uh, Jesse Pugliarvi is going to be traded, I believe. I think that they signed him so that a suitor uh, knows what they're paying. And I think he's going to be traded because they're currently over the cap and they got more guys to sign. There's my Edmonton Oilers update, Sean Rossap. Colin says, congrats on 8K on Patreon. Cheers, friends. Thank you so much. Uh, LM Arthur Steele asks if I think they'll condense the tag titles to one set. No, I think they'll go to two unless they end the brand split altogether. Uh, Dap2Extreme says, any thoughts on Soraya Page possibly going to AEW or returning to WWE considering the regime change? Britt Baker mentioned her as a dream opponent and Mandy mentioned her on NXT. Um, well, it, it, I don't think WWE doctors are going to clear her. I don't think they'll ever clear her. Um, so if she gets cleared by doctors, I'm sure she'll wrestle again. Um, I would understand her has, I mean, she has been pretty open at, at the idea that she wants to wrestle again. I think that AEW would really, really take an awful lot of precautions before that sure. happened because yep. they don't want to be the place that, that something terrible happened at. Paige is one of those people that you don't realize how young she is because she's been around for so long. Yeah, she's only but like she's, 28. Yeah, she's still young. So she, I, I can understand that she still wants to get in the Actually, ring. Actually, she'll, she'll be 30 next month. It's just it's still wild young. to think. Yeah. Very young. Van Twinblade sh- shouts out Bork Laser and uh, a lot of people talking about the Riddle 
Rollins thing. We have an update on FightfulSelect.com. KE775 says pissing off Rollins doesn't seem smart. Javier says Seth versus Gargano. Andrew says Jimmy Fantasy booking Veer versus Seth Rollins. And Nurguru says Johnny being at Starcade shouldn't deter the chances that Hunter calls him to be Seth's opponent, right? I don't want Seth to take another L, but that would be awesome. There is nothing so far to indicate that Seth will actually have a match at SummerSlam. I can tell you guys that this was told to talent on Monday that the match wasn't happening. Uh, the tentative date that they were told was Clash of the Castle. You know how quickly things in WWE change. But uh, we've got more on FightfulSelect.com, so please go subscribe. But, Jimmy, I haven't heard anything about them teasing another opponent for Rollins at all. So let me ask you this question. Uh, now that the talent has, you know, the guaranteed contracts, do they still get a bonus or something for a big event like SummerSlam? Like, do they still get like a special payday Some of them, some of them, it depends on the deal because a lot of stuff, um, a lot of stuff has been changed. I mean, some people have completely like all covered salary deals where there's nothing really additional. Okay, because I'd be really curious. Rollins is a top guy, and so I imagine he does well financially. But he's also uh, passionate about wrestling. You think that you think that he was looking forward to? What are they going to be drawing? Like thirty five thousand people? Like you yeah, think that say. he? You think he was looking forward to doing that? And uh, I read this morning that he's still scheduled for Nashville for media obligations. So, as as okay, I was told that maybe that would change. Though I was told that a bit. I can tell you that he was on our junket list for Friday. Right. Right. And I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to, Jimmy. StarCast 5, presented by Car Shield. Check it out, StarCast.com. They have graciously sponsored uh, all of our shows through the end of the month. And uh, we, we definitely want you guys to check that out. The card on Sunday for Ric Flair's last match is insane. It's, it's got the Briscoes, Motor City Machine Guns, the Wolves, Josh Alexander, Jacob Fatu, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, Harry Smith, Killer Cross, Ray Phoenix, Laredo Kid, Bandito, tons of stars and that's in addition to rick flair's last match at the nashville municipal auditorium tickets are still on sale for just 39 dollars. talent from every company outside of wwe actually even in wwe because jeff jarrett is teaming right. and flair, teaming flair's back Lethal. on the intro he's back yeah. on the signature he's yeah. back on the intro and he's yeah. like, they're taking on andrade and rick flair but in addition to that you got panels with brian danielson claudio castagnoli a Horseman Reunion, Bret Hart talking SummerSlam 92. They got Je uh, Matt Hardy, Kevin Nash, Foley, Page. In addition to all your signings, you can get info at StarCast.com. There are shows from Black Label Pro, GCW, New Japan. I was supposed to host the Johnny Gargano panel, but it got scheduled for Sunday, and I got to go to Denise's wedding. But I hope to see all of you there at StarCast Friday and Saturday. And thank you to them for sponsoring the show. And where do you see that fight? Is it a fight uh, broadcast? Uh, yeah, you can, but starcast.com has all Starcast. the info. Okay. Okay. Matt Payne says Rollins has 50 losses so far in 22, most in WWE. A lot of those are, are heel loses the big match at the house show thing. Those don't even really. He count. is so, did, did you see the, the, somebody took a fan video after Raw on Monday where the whole crowd was singing a song when he left. The guy's over. He doesn't care about that stuff. Massively over. Brandon yeah. says thoughts on Mania 40 going to Philly. Heyman to the Hall of Fame that year, an article on what made them pick Philly and what other locations were on the table. Uh, I'll I'll find out about that, but I actually, yeah, I think that Heyman would probably be the Hall of Fame headliner that year. That would make a lot of sense to me. Uh, thoughts on Mania going to Philly? I think it's going to be real cold. <laughs> oh, come rainy. on. I think it's, it's an April. Rainy. 
April is, is the is the uh, venue open air or is there a roof? Yes, it's open air. It's open air. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I mean, oh, they did uh, they did New York, New Jersey there uh, a couple of years ago. April weather in Philadelphia. Daily high temperatures go from about fifty eight to four or fifty eight to sixty nine Fahrenheit. What's that Celsius? They rarely exceed 81 degrees, but they rarely fall below 46. You're good. It's good. It's going to be, it's going to be very reasonable. Listen, I, I ain't love to be there. And if I am, I'm in a press box. So, oh, well, there you go. I, I love that it's in Philly. It's a great wrestling market. And I love it that is. they're keeping two nights. Keeping two nights is the small. Oh, it's so such a good move. Like such a good move. I do not ever want to go back to one night shows no. I, I, now i feel bad for everybody who covers mma because i often yes. tell people the thing that makes you a casual mma fan quickest is covering mma because every saturday is a wrestlemania length show that yes. you're covering it's like six seven hours oh yeah eight, i mean I, I remember mania the last time it was one night it was like eight hours rob jokes like, they hated the, rob jokes they wanted mania in minnesota but they hate the skyway that thing ain't ever open rob so what's the point they got the Skyway that helps you avoid all the cold weather, but the damn thing's closed all the time. So what's the point? Get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. Please leave a, th a thumbs up, guys. Reminder, we got the post-AEW show tonight. Uh, Denise and Will did the ROH Death Before Dishonor show on Saturday. This Saturday, I'm going to rush to my hotel room after the event. Myself and Denise will be doing the show, even though... Will will be at Denise's house watching the show, so I probably just should have had them do a live show instead and got some sleep before I got to get up at 5 a.m. for a flight to go see her, but, eh, you know. Also, I'm going to try to do a post-show from Denise's wedding, Jimmy. Fascinating. Fascinating. Maybe that'll be a select special. Going to try. Going to try. Fascinating. Um, you, you know, you're all decked out. You're going to have a nice suit on there, Sean Rossat. Oh yeah, I'll be wearing a jacket. Um, Jojo says, "What venue is Bound for Glory being held?" I reported on FightfulSelect.com that it is uh, planned for Danbury, Connecticut. The venue I do not know. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I want to ask you some more stuff about Hunter. So yeah, let's um, have it. That's what this show's about today. Yeah. So the org chart, like, is is Bruce Pritchard still? Because the the way that it read was Triple H is heading up creative. Yes, that, I that I, was the I confirmed that with WDB because when. You know, it can mean a lot of things when they say, assuming all creative, da-da-da. Right. I said, so he's heading up creative. And they said, yes, he is. Also, another thing I asked them to reiterate, I was like, this is not a storyline. Vince is not out as a part of an elaborate storyline. I know a lot of people went, oh, yeah, this guy blew himself up in a limo, guys. Right. Like, when these allegations came out, he put himself on TV three times, all of a sudden wanted to be seen on camera at UFC after not liking the sport ever right. and was shouting, fuck him backstage. So, so yeah, but um, yeah, right now, Bruce Pritchard reports to triple triple H. Okay. And, and uh, I heard Ed Kosky also helped with raw on Monday. Is that correct? Uh, I know he helped with SmackDown. I don't know about Monday. Oh, I, all right. I, I haven't heard Maybe he did. And so you think that SummerSlam will be Hunter's coming out party creatively. You think that's going to be his first stamp? I would be more inclined to believe that it'd be Monday. Okay. They're all after SummerSlam. Maybe some of the finishes would be his. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that that would be a good way to, to like establish some finishes for sure. But then 
after that, I would assume it's Triple H's creative. I'll find out a lot more this week. FightfulSelect.com. We'll have a lot okay. more this week. Lots more on Hunter I want to talk to you about. So uh -huh. there are suggestions, and you kind of alluded to this earlier, uh, especially about AEW. There are suggestions that talent that might have been anti-WWE before because mm -hmm. of Vince McMahon might have a change of heart. And the first person everybody's talking about is Sasha Banks. What is your sense on people that either left begrudgingly uh, or people that maybe signed with AEW because of what they'd heard? What is your sense on a shift? And and a lot of this talent now is going to be open to working at WWE. So the big quote that that I had in the piece on Fightful Select yesterday that a lot of people ran with and said, people want to leave AEW. A person said, I'm very happy I signed with AEW and I wouldn't trade that for anything. But if Triple H managed the main roster, I would not have gotten to a free agency period. That's really? what they said. They would not have gotten to a period where they were offered a new deal. I don't even say a free agency period because I talked to two people and one of them just passed, passed up on a deal like outright. Um, but they wouldn't have even got there because they like triple H so much. So yeah, the, the perception changing a little bit. However, I don't think anybody is necessarily just like, Oh yeah, everything's going to be wonderful. And, and all that, like, and all the people that were trying to imply that I reported that, People were ready to jump. That isn't true at all. Uh, at okay. least based on those that I talked with. Yeah, yeah. This leads me to my next question, which again is similar to what you just mentioned. So I read some online sentiment, and I think it's silly, uh, but I read some online sentiment about how AEW is supposedly in trouble now because oh. WWE is about to ramp things up creatively with Triple H in charge. I Good. think it's... Yeah, I, I just don't see how this impacts AEW because it's not like AEW's quality is going to drop. You know Buddy, we with a dog shit creative, we got pumped up. Let's fucking go, Tony Khan at, at press conferences. I I would love to see what kind of a Tony Khan that that we see emerge and what kind of creative stuff that he pulls out of the hat, as well as other companies, Scott Demore and and all these other companies. When you've got somebody that's actually giving a shit about right. the show. That's right. that's what I want. I want this. I want creative. I want the fun little jabs, the harmless little stuff. I want the spirited, harmless competition. As long as like they're not make as long as Tony's not making like heart attack jokes about Triple H and Triple H isn't making like really weird like oh he's on coke jokes about Tony Khan and goofy shit like that. Bring on the spirited competition. Bring on that type of stuff because that's healthy and that's what we want to see. That's that makes that motivates people like you, you mean to tell me that those billionaire Ted skits didn't light a fire underneath everybody who was targeted in them. They did. They all stepped up their game and WCW uh, was on fire after that. And man, and a lot of the stuff that WCW did lit a fire under Vince McMahon. That's what you want to see. And then while they were battling it out, you had a third company come along and say, if y'all don't like either one of this, these companies, here we are. We're ECW and we're really good. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. Yeah, and that's I, what I want to see. I still think Hunter's going to uh, not acknowledge AEW because I think he has that sure. mentality when you're number one. But I, I definitely think AEW is going to continue. They've always been kind of subtle. They don't, I don't recall them coming right out and just being real dicks about it. They're kind of subtle yeah. about it. But I think that's going to continue. Okay. I want to, I want to say another note about Triple H. This video has been making the rounds about his appearance on Steve Austin's podcast in 2015. Yeah, And I've seen it all over. Everybody's been posting it. And the clip that they're posting 
is when Triple H says, uh, he said, uh, if I could change anything, I'd love for Raw to be two hours. Yeah. That's what he said. That's not going to happen. I sent Sean a link. I don't know if you saw it. Well, it's it's absolutely not going to happen before the next rights deal. If they no. can if they can somehow get comparable money for two hours as they are now for three, I think it, it it's not out of the realm of possibility that it happens then. But they're not just magically lopping off an hour. They're not handing that money back. No. So I, I look at it like this. So number one, I don't think it's Hunter's call anyway. So even if, if Hunter wants it to be two hours, I don't think that necessarily means anything. But you have to look at it like this. I think the price tag for right now, I think USA pays $260 million a year for Raw, I believe. Mm -hmm. So that, that works out to about $87 million per hour over the course of a year. They're not going to walk from that. Yep. And like you said, that's before the next round of negotiations. So it's not happening. And I, I sent you, I sent Sean the link to a, to a wrestling website and their headline was uh, Raw is going to two hours. And all they had was the video of Triple H from 2015. Yeah. It's nonsense. And it's not going to happen. Beyond that, like we look at wrestling numbers and you're like, oh man, it's so much lower than it used to be. Oh, not for USA Network. It's not. The, Todd Crisley ain't drawing that much right now, buddy. <laughs> Is he still like, on the air? Buddy, they, that man has weathered more shit than Vince McMahon. I thought they're going to jail. He still got. They still got a season coming <laughs> oh, do up. They? Oh, geez. This okay. guy, God, they got to pack him up. Uh, Abinov says, "Are EDM and CGY big enough for AEW to run in Canada?" I don't yeah. know whether that Edmonton and Calgary. And Calgary, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they do. They are. They do raw there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We got a, a donation from Emily Duda. I'm I'm gonna look through and see if you had a comment, but regardless, I want to thank you, Emily. Uh, CFO isn't a thing anymore, are they? Nope, they split up. Uh, they had issues with their publisher, and they ended up splitting up. Tom Talks Rebus says, love all you do. Well, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I know that you've interviewed a couple people on Fightful. I want to thank you for that. Corey says, Sasha can't take bookings until 2023 still, right? I don't know if she can't take bookings. I can tell you that when a wrestling promoter reached out, they were told that she's not taking wrestling bookings till January 1st. In my line of work, you have to pay attention specifically to what these people are told because can't and won't are two different things. And uh, I don't have an answer. Who could be, uh, you see, as potential bidders, Comcast, Disney, Fox, UFC, parent company, Endeavor, making a play as well. Jimmy, I think you were right on the money. NBCU. Okay, how much did the UFC get bought for? But UFC, somewhere around $4 billion. $4 billion? Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. For the whole shebang, right? Yeah. WWE right now has how many concurrent $1 billion deals? Like three? Between Saudi... Fox, um, yeah, Foxy, Foxy and USA are a billion. Is Peacock Pocket? is too. Yes, they got like what so. four, four yeah. concurrent billion dollar deals that that's guaranteed. That's completely separate of merchandising, live ticketing, any of that stuff. I don't recall was was uh, the Saudi deal a billion dollar deal? Um, I thought it was. Wasn't see. it ten shows for five hundred million? Like they never said the amount. But then when you broke down how much they got for each, I think it was like fifty million a show, ten shows, wasn't it? I could be wrong. Let me, let me take a look. They, it's uh, Brandon Thurston has uh, said that they've made over three hundred and fifty million more. So, we'll, we'll just whatever. Who cares? They've got a company that is years ago, like six years ago, sold for four billion or whatever. Meanwhile, they've got all these different concurrent deals. A company like NBCU could look at this and say. 
well, we don't have to pay rights fees for this if we own it. Right. Yep. <laughs> and we can distribute it anywhere. You know, we can replay it whenever the hell we want. It doesn't matter. Oh, and they would they could have the next day rights too and put those on Peacock. Yeah. Which that I think it would be a smart deal for an NBCU to do that, Jimmy. Like I think that them buying WWE makes an awful lot of sense financially. I mean, I definitely don't think it's going to be Endeavor because yeah. Endeavor had to raise the money to buy the UFC. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember, and I don't know where they stand today because I haven't looked it up, but I remember at the time they were struggling to make their payments, their debt payments yeah. at the time. The ESPN deal might have changed it. I haven't looked it up, but they did struggle. I see no way that they're going to go out and raise $5 billion plus. I think WWE could get over $5 billion. Yeah. And I, I don't think they're going to go ahead and raise that. I think NBCU makes a lot of sense. And, and like you just said, they would be essentially saving $2 billion over X number of years on the, yeah. on the rights fee deals that they have now. Plus they would own it for forever. They would, I think they'd make their money back pretty, pretty well. Let's get through these super chats. Emily says, will triple H headline hall of fame next year rock to induct him. Well, I mean, those are two really easy headliners in the future, right? Like we often talk about, Oh, they'll run out of people. They'll always find people. They just got to have the headliners. And right now, Triple H, Rock, Paul Heyman, I think they have a few over the next few years that they can run to. Um, Hunter's Hunter's not going to do it so long as he's had a creative, I don't think. Yeah, uh, but I think that Shawn Michaels would probably induct him, to be honest with you. I think that would make a lot of sense. Do I think Rollins is in the SummerSlam main event, or is he going to face a surprise? I don't think either one of them, based on his tweet. I I don't think so. Um, I haven't heard specifically one way or another, but I don't think he'll be on the show. Did Vince retire or resign? What's the difference? Jimmy, I'll let you handle that one. He resigned forcibly, and I think that they let him use retirement as a public explanation out of respect. Joel Wood says, with Triple H now in charge, how likely do you think it's Sasha, Naomi Bray, or Gargano return to WWE? Um, There are about 15 TV-ready talent that I think they should immediately bring back and disperse among their three brands from Cross, Scarlet, Braun, Bray, Taya, John Morrison, Sasha, Naomi, Johnny, Candice. Like, that's off the top of my head. Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. Like, there's an awful lot there that should probably still be there. Bronson Reed is another one that Triple H liked an awful lot. Um, how likely do I think it is? I think it's pretty likely that several of them return. Can I ask you this question? So, so in the past, no. in the, I should stop saying, can I ask you this question? In the past, I would explain about like the costs associated with those uh, releases yeah. and how like it, you know, in the general scheme of things, it didn't do a ton to the bottom line. And remember, I talked about the new building and what the costs were for the new building. Yeah. And I thought that that contributed to them doing these releases. What do you hear internally now about the financial end of things? Because we haven't seen a massive, you know, release sweep in a while with the exception of the NXT one there a little while ago. Haven't seen a massive one. The roster's pretty lean now, I think. Have you heard a much a lot internally about, oh, they're cutting costs because they want to sell or, or you know, they're doing it for this reason or that reason? Or do you think that the feeling internally is they can bring back these talents and they will bring back these talents? I know that people in the company want them to bring back these talent, but it is very much a, well, we're going to see how things play out over the next month, month and a half and see if any of them get brought back or re-signed because – if you hire Bray Wyatt, you're making your money back on Bray Wyatt, almost guaranteed. He had the right. contentious relationship with Vince, not necessarily Triple H. Yep. But um, to me, 
why wouldn't you have somebody who makes money on your roster if you're trying to sell the company? I look at Bray the way I look at Sting. Remember when AEW signed Sting? Mm -hmm. And remember when there were some people that were like, why the hell would they sign this old man? They made their money back on merch like the first day. Yeah. On Sting. Bray, they could, do the, they could do the same. T-shirts and the action figures and all that. Absolutely. They could definitely make it back. I'll tell you what's a great investment in yourself. AG1AthleticGreens.com slash Fightful. I start my day off with this every morning. It's replaced my multivitamin. It's replaced a lot of my other supplements. That's because it's got 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients that will help you from slapping up against your microphone repeatedly when you're on a podcast. Look exactly like Rocky. Because you get your multivitamin, multimineral, probiotics, and the green superfood blend in one convenient daily serving. Fills the nutritional gaps in your diet. It supports a healthy immune system, health, and digestion in your gut. Supports energy and focus. You just shake it up, drink it, you're good to go. And the thing I like most is over the last decade, they've made over 53 improvements. That's once every few months they are adapting with science like I wish Jimmy would in order to not hit his microphone when I'm doing ad reads. And to take it or to make it easy on you, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. It's very easy, just like one of those crystal light gimmicks that you see. You pour it in your bottle of water, you shake it up, you're good to go. I'll be taking those to L.A. and Nashville with me. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Try Athletic Greens now. Uh, Baron Black, who just won his first AEW match, uh, spoke about a, or he put it over on Twitter to me a while back. So win an so AEW match when you take Athletic Greens. Awesome. I actually have also used uh, Athletic Greens whenever my Love wife doesn't make green smoothies. Yeah, that's good. So that's here's some here, here's some behind-the-scenes stuff for people. In the six years now that we've existed, Sean, it's been six years now that Fightful has existed. I have only spent Fightful money one time in six years. And Sean oh, knows, I bought this Rocky statue. See this right here? I bought that from the guy that created it. Uh, what was the guy's name? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus, I can't read that. The guy that created it, I bought it from him. This is the same material, Sean, as the one on display in Philadelphia. Like, it's the same bronze material. Sorry, he's he's also going to let me have all the money we make this month. Heavy yeah. Metal Chris says, So are you coming to UK to cover Clash, Sean? Quizzlemania in person to finally embarrass the WrestleTalk guys on their home turf. Uh, eventually, I will go over to the UK for a visit. I'll probably take my wife over there. But no, that's actually our both of our birthday weekends and uh, anniversary weekends. So... I ain't going over there to work. London's a great place, Sean. I'll visit it one day. Marcus Carney says, since Vince technically resigned or resigned without good reason, does he forfeit the benefits in his employee agreement, Jimmy, or employment agreement? Uh, I haven't seen the employment agreement, so I'm not sure. But uh, I would imagine I, so. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, because he retired, he did have to forfeit the uh, unvested shares. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, I, I don't know what he might have in his, in, in his employment agreement. Sometimes in retirement, they give you certain um you know exit pa severs package or whatever is yeah. in there bryson says have you heard about Heyman being at the tryouts i mean i saw the, the tweet but i mean they got tryouts on friday too because i'm i'm going to be at the tryouts friday so uh yeah i'll give you guys some news in regards to that get in your super chats get in your humper chats we are heading down the home stretch and we are about to head over to fightfulselect.com for 
the list goes on. But Kylie says, my favorite thing about Fightful is not only do I get great news, but I can feel safe that you all don't put up with homophobia or transphobia. And as a bi-trans girl, that means a lot. Absolutely. Uh, again, we do not want $5 from pieces of shit at all. If you're transphobic, homophobic, racist, any of that shit, sexist, I don't want your money. Uh, you can find another website with a, a very unwelcoming comment section that will just embrace you, I'm sure, but we ain't doing it. Uh, Phantom says, speaking of Adam Cole, how horrible did that meeting have to go with Vince for Adam to decide to sign with Tony Khan six years right off the bat? I mean, that's a very good point. That is a very good point to where he's like, I don't even want to see how this bullshit <laughs> lands. I'm just going to sign six years. Remind he told, me. He told so, me it was a tough decision, like in our interview. Remind me, was he pitched the manager thing by Vince? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. By the way, I want to address this. It says, sounds like a good way to grow broke. Leftists have no money. Buddy, let me tell you. First off, you're banned. Second off, you don't know shit. We do very well. Let's Nerd talk. Oh, oh, we're good. Okay. Says, okay. Is it possible for them to have the WWE version of the NFLPA, an entity separate of creative, but not just one person? Uh, mm -hmm. NFLPA is the NFL Players Association. That's that's more like the, them the union effectively unionizing. I think if WWE ever has a quote unquote union, it will be more like the WWE Players Association than a union. And uh, yeah. But uh, what else you got, Jimmy? Uh, we've got Russell Riggle saying thanks for the awesome news and content. This is one of my favorite shows of the week. Thanks again for the hard work it shows. Well, I'm glad. Let's talk about uh, how poor Sean Ross Sapp got shit on about the Brock Lesnar news. Even though it was you weren't wrong. It was absolutely right. I'm yeah, saying you it again. Wrong. Buddy, I blocked uh, probably 200 people over that. Yeah, Anybody that. that was remotely a dick about that, I was yeah. like... And I know that there are people who are like, you're thin-skinned. What are you doing? <laughs> Dare I say it's more thin-skinned to, to complain about what adult blocks another adult on Twitter. But hey, listen, if you want unblocked, here's what you can do. You can go to your little computer. You can tip-tap type on your little computer. You can message Kyler on the Fightful account. Kyler's going to be like, God damn it, Sean, we got another one. And then I'll unblock you. But that story was absolutely accurate. Brian Alvarez was right. I had heard this from numerous sources uh, right ahead of it. And um, people said, well, why didn't you say when he was back? I didn't fucking know. What, I'm supposed to have his, his locker room bug? <laughs> I didn't know he was back. I knew he left. Didn't know he was back. Come on, man. Just because we report news and we get the stories doesn't mean that we have any responsibility to have every bit of news that travels through that company. Just not real. Just not realistic. Have you heard if Brock was promised more money to return? Have not, but I heard that he was in a much better mood when he came back. And right. um, the, one of the people I spoke to said, "Well, it was kind of overblown." And I was like, "By by us, the media?" And they're like, "No, by Brock." Uh, you so, know, yeah. You know, I forgot to bring it on the podcast. And I was going to do that. One of the things my wife got me for my birthday was Brock Lesnar's rub, the meat rub, steak rub. <laughs> And well, let me tell you, start, I'm like, oh, we're trying that out. Well, he knows well, what he's doing. Let me tell you, buddy. Only you and Roman Reigns have got rubs from Brock Lesnar over the last few years. K775 says random suggestion. Make main event matter at a show prior to SmackDown. 
get more people on TV, use Peacock and Fox to stream them. Yeah, well, I mean, they have separate deals for main event. But yeah, I agree. As somebody who actually watches main event, I watch the matches at least. T-Bar does great work over there. Uh, Tazawa and Ricochet as well. Uh, I, I agree. Joel Wood says, so with Vince being gone and Triple H and creative, do you see the NXT 2.0 vision changing again to allow more independent talent to mix with the current talent? I think we're going to see more independent talent making their way. Uh, I don't think it's going to change categorically, but I do think that we're going to see a bit of a mix. I like the production on NXT 2.0 a lot more. I don't think it'll ever fully go back there because Triple H has something else to do now, but we do too. Wasn't Whiteful the 2.0, quick thing, the 2.0 thing, wasn't it Nick Khan's directive to go with more college athletes and less independent wrestlers? It, it, I don't want to say directive, but it was something he was in favor of for sure yeah, is what yeah, i heard yeah yeah, yeah. well okay. guys i'm in favor of you subscribing to fightfulselect.com by the way if you're in the chat here on any of our live shows and you want your question or statement answered humperchats.com that allows you to leave your question or statement even before we go in the air so if there's something that you want to ask but you can't watch the show live for some reason head over to humperchats.com until next time guys we're out everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.